Hi, I'm Andrew, an entrepreneur and a computer science student. Hi, I'm Raveen, a psychology major student. And you're now listening to the Ink Thoughts podcast, where we ponder and talk about incongruous thoughts ranging from our daily life to the human mind. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Ink Thoughts podcast. So today is a special episode. So today we won't go deep into our life update because not only Varina is here, but also we have a guest on our podcast. So today we have Weihan over here. So Weihan, can you give us a short introduction of yourself? Hey, hey, Andrew. Uh, uh, nice to be on your podcast today. So, okay, uh, I'm Weihan and uh, I run I run a, my own blog uh, called Ratchun. Yeah, and that's pretty much uh, what I do. Yeah, okay, that's cool. can, can, can you can you give us like because Rachun uh, Rachun is more uh, it's uh, I guess it's from it's derived from Lay. So can you give us uh, give the audience like kind of uh, introduction to the name like you know why you chose the name, you know like like the reason behind it or is that like just no particular uh, reason? Yeah, this, 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 this is a, a very interesting thing. So okay, we back then we started Rachun because like uh, me and my best friend. Uh, Quan uh, we just going Quan, so we we have some uh, very edgy ideas, or some very unorthodox kind of like ideas, and and both of us shares the same uh, personality that we hate things that are like mainstream. Okay, <laughs> so yeah, I I like basically, it. we we wanted to we wanted to uh, our blog to spread some very unorthodox ideas and then we think about it and we think uh, we started wondering is, is our content a little bit too toxic and then <laughs> and then uh, one of us I, I forgot who we just go along and then like if our content is toxic why not we just call it Rachun <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay. so that's how Rachun came about <laughs> okay okay that's cool that's cool yeah. I like that I like that you know, yeah, I, know I guess I guess me and me and Varim we kind of have a bit of a similar idea when we started the podcast. That's why I call it like incongruous thoughts. You know, incongruous yeah. is something that's unusual, but you know, not 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 as extreme as yours. You know, when we go into like you know, talk about poison, <laughs> but that's still yeah, you know, quite quite quite, quite, quite yeah. a similar idea. Quite a similar idea. But yeah, so so uh, Russian is a cool thing. You know, I I went through it. I read about it, and I am really impressed. You know, by Thanks. by the. How how do I say? It? So basically, each each block, the depth you go into it, you know, you actually <laughs> did research. Especially the the latest one that which I read, you know, about online dating and all that. You go in depth, you know, you pull in some data and all that, and then uh, yeah, you 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 get uh, you get some metaphor on 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 how you compare online dating to like 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 the many choices on menu or something like that. So yeah, like like how what 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 inspired you to do so and then like like like, like how how like like where did you find the passion into like putting like so much in so much effort into it you know like okay, it's, so it's it's of course it's 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 not yeah. like a, a research paper where you have everything everything how do i say referenced but then still it's cool that you right. you, you you linked in all the stuff as, as compared yeah. to my my blog which is actually i'll say like Usually, no difference to my podcast, which I just say whatever I have in my head. <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> that, that's, that's no facts or yeah. something. Yeah, but yours, like, there is some, some facts, uh, like some evidence base. So, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I think you're just, uh, I think you're highlighting the, 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 the online dating. That, that article is just like the one that I spent 
the most of my time there. But <laughs> most of the other other articles, I can say it's somewhat similar to, to, to your blog. It's just like what I thought about and I just write it down. I don't think about the fact, but to link, like like to prove, prove my point or something. But just that particular article, online dating. So, so you want to talk about uh, how do I find the passion to write such a long article out of nowhere? Because I, uh, okay, I, I had a breakup, okay? So, so, okay. so, you know, like when you had a breakup, you, you have so many emotions that you just uh, have to have a channel to, to sort of like channel it out. So I, I, and then I, I, it happens to be I watch a movie called Chunking Express. So oh, no. Chunking Express is a movie by Wong Kar Wai. It's uh, an interesting movie. You should give it a watch. So it's, uh, one of the plot points is involving this policeman, okay, to, uh, played by Tony Leung. So his girlfriend just, uh, uh, no, he was buying dinner or supper for his girlfriend so he went to this uh, store this store was called Chongqing Express which is, which is actually a deli so he asked the boss like what 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 uh, what other choices do you have because he buys uh, chef salad every day for his girlfriend and then uh, yeah and then the boss gives him gives him a few other options and then he's like you have never tried it you have never tried other options how do you know that she doesn't like it and then, uh, it's kind of a metaphor for later, uh, a foreshadowing because his girlfriend eventually left him, uh, which which is uh why the boss say like haven't she haven't tried other choices? How do you know she she doesn't like other choices? So I kind of relate it back to dating apps and modern dating as a whole, because mm-hmm. when we're on dating apps, uh, you have. An abundance of choices. You have so many choices. It's like a menu. You you can <laughs> filter it out based on religion, race, uh, height. Uh, how do they smoke? Do they not smoke? So so it's like a menu, and then you can choose who you want, and then, so, if there's an abundance of choices, uh, like you have so many choices, I I found out that you you will actually get like, you can't make better choices. You don't know who to who to choose, who to pick, what's best for you. Because, yeah, because uh, this is uh, uh, based on uh, a paradox of choices. I forgot I forgot the author. I, was, I think it was in my article. So this guy, he was like saying about, when there's too many choices, we can't make the best choice for ourselves because we are so flooded with, yeah. Mm-mm. So, uh, partly because uh, on on the on dating app, actually, I tried different dating apps, and then I realized that there's so many choices on, on there, and then you can match with so many people, so many choices. Who who would you actually end up with? And 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 it's so different from real life, you know. Yeah. So that's basically uh the entire inspiration for the article. Okay. 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 That 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 is cool. I I mean that actually kind of, um. It kind of relates back because I recently, you know, I've been on a job search and everything. Like now on LinkedIn, it's it's making it so easy. They have all this thing called, right, I right, think like right. just one click, link, uh, one click apply, one click apply. And then even though, you know, um, one click apply works, it's easy for us. It's easy for the 
I mean, when it's easy for us, it's actually very easy for the employer to actually filter out as well because, like, you know, all the, all, like, there's just, like, you know, it can be just hundreds, hundreds of applications in, in a day. And then, obviously, they wouldn't want this much. They want to filter it down to the, to the best of the best, something like that. So, I guess it's the same thing that I realized that even though, you know, using LinkedIn is cool, it's fast. It feels like for us, we we are doing a lot. We, like, it, it gives us the feeling that, oh, you know, we're getting a lot of chances. But right. the fact is that um, the the employee the employee at the same time has a lot of choices as well, and it's like they need to choose from all this as well. So, uh, in the end, I realized that you know, sometimes it's still quality over quantity. Like 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 for you, uh, mm-hmm. like like just like from your article, maybe on online online dating definitely helps. But then still, it goes down to you know every we need to give chances on. Uh, give more put more, put more effort into like meeting someone and then right, like getting right. to know them and that actually gave give a lot greater chances into into doing things yeah yeah and, and i and i think for for online dating um sometimes maybe maybe we are so used to like you know um, chatting with someone online and we we eventually forget how to interact with people in person after after a very long time Spending all the time, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and about uh, dating apps, is, uh, the main, the primary means of communication is through texting. And mm-hmm. when we text, there's so much of uh, emotions, feelings, or facial expressions that, that are hidden uh, behind the, the text. So you can't really tell the, what the other person is uh, thinking or like how, how's their personality. Everything is through text. Maybe if you meet them online, you, you and, and you don't really like understand them yeah I totally agree I totally agree I mean like uh, but I don't know man like like being I, I know that you know texting is not the best best way you know even even like like my dad my dad person uh, my dad because like, he, he runs a, 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 a accounting firm so definitely he need to make calls you know with clients and everything and he says that you know always making calls is the best thing you know because yeah. it just solves everything easier like Nowadays, people just like to use WhatsApp, even sending files and all that. But uh, you know, being an introvert, I'm still trying to fight this thing. Whereby, <laughs> you know, sometimes <laughs> things that can just be done by a call. Like, and and, and uh, currently, I'm, I'm I'm still I'm still tooting towards the way. You know, like can we just do text? But still, I understand. I totally understand this part. Whereby, um, true at least true call, you can hear some of the emotions. There's more emotions right. that are expressed. You know, and then it's easier to get things done. Like easier to understand people That's- and easier to get things done. I, 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 do, I do agree with, with, with making calls because uh, mm-hmm. okay uh, I'm working in a sales job just just for your information I so I have to constantly seal deals and most of my leads they come from WhatsApp so people will just actually send you a text like uh, they send you a picture of, 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 of something and then like can you quote this and at first oh. I mainly use text because I'm not really used to calling. And so I'll just reply text, and I just I just realized that uh, most of the time people just don't read your text. So I changed <laughs> my tactic. I I I go to call. People text me on WhatsApp. I'll just I'll just call them straight away. Like hey, uh, what's what's the thing that you want to do? And then I can just straight up introduce uh, everything, and then I can like solve solve. I can know what he's doing. So he he made a connection with you through the call you had a connection uh, uh, although not not in person but you made a connection so uh, I found out that the, the leads are better through through that I actually got more response and more uh, I see more deals from calls also like like when you're troubleshooting something you just you can just like call call them you know so much superior than, than texting in a way 
Yeah, for me, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. I mean, yeah, Vereen, you go first. Okay, for me, I also, I also um, uh, get the same experience from my last job. Yeah, I, I'm unemployed now. Yeah, so, so previously, uh, when I was working, even if it's like something very small, but when it comes to like discussion, I still prefer calling with my colleague instead of just texting. I feel like there is something missing sometimes. You you won't see it until you really go to that point. So when we are speaking, there's a lot. It's a lot easier to figure it out and all. And even for my patient, if they they text me, I feel like. Uh, there is something missing as well. They won't tell you everything that you want, also. But if you are in a conversation, they will just, you know, say whatever they want, and you get everything at once instead of just keep right, going right, back right. to and back. Yeah. Yes, I totally okay. agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something that I definitely need to do. You know, there's actually a, quite a funny period of time because, uh, I think uh, it was like I think two months ago, two months ago because. Like yeah, in today's society, we rarely get calls, and when we get calls, it's <laughs> more likely that it will be a scam call. It's it's more likely if for it to be scam calls, <laughs> it will be like you'll be a, a lot more cautious and all that, you know, like uh, who or like like what are you trying to ask? Like I'm trying to ask my OTP, or I'm trying to ask like like saying that you know I got caught in a bank fraud or something, you know, need yeah. to give some details to you. <laughs> yeah, so because <laughs> uh, especially in the UK, uh, yeah, I. I rarely, I rarely get calls. I rarely get calls. Uh, I, even with my, uh, when I call my friends, uh, it's like usually through WhatsApp calls. You know, just through WhatsApp call, we just text or something like that. So we rarely call. I like, and the funny thing about WhatsApp is that because it's bind to your phone number. So even even though your like your Malaysian friends contact might be on your WhatsApp, it might be connected to a Malaysian contact number. So when when they call you through landline, like through a UK number. You don't know you you don't know who are they. So like sometimes my friend is actually calling me, but I was just like I just pick up the phone like, hello, and then then it's only his when when his voice comes in uh, voice comes in. I was like oh oh it's you okay okay you're here okay okay now now no, I'm going down. But yeah, mainly the thing is like two two months ago yeah yeah around two months ago when I started applying for jobs and then like uh the the um, the, the interviewer calls in you know to do a the call screening and then sometimes just asking if I'm available for a interview or something like that. I didn't know how to how to how to answer a call anymore. I was like, yeah, yeah, uh, hello. Because uh, like definitely sometimes it's it's more important to like just you know introduce someone so like people yeah. that know that it's actually you. Uh, like yeah. I didn't know how to how to answer it. I was like I was like mumbling on the phone. I was like oh my god, I haven't been speaking for so long that I I really should spend more time you know on call something like that. Yeah, but yeah, like going back to Rachun Rachun, I like because uh okay. one of the. Of course, definitely. There, there's a few, few interesting thing. Like, definitely one, 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 main, one main uh, topic which caught my eyes. Like, cause uh, you, you write quite a lot about philosophy stuff. But, but before we okay. dive into no, philosophy, one, uh, philosophy, uh, topics. There's one which I find most interesting is uh, <laughs> the one that where you translate a theme song. Yeah, the one you translated a theme song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. Quite a recent one, I'll say. Uh, even though, like, it's 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 like early, early this year, but you know, you translated a theme song from from a film. Yeah. So, like, like, would you like to share more about that something? Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, talk about the theme song. Uh, I should, I just introduced uh the, the theme song that I translated was from a Hong Kong movie, I believe it's called as uh. Smiling proud, proud wanderer or something, uh, Chinese called Xiao Xiao Ao Jiang Wu. 
So okay. there's this theme song uh, written by uh, I don't I don't exactly remember their Chinese name. So this they they wrote the song called Laughter from the Great Ocean. Uh, so this uh, the background of the story is about uh is about a, a swordsman. So he was expelled from his uh school because he was a bit rebellious. But he stood up for the right things. So he, he was expelled by his teacher, which, which seemingly was a very righteous person. He was he's so righteous that he appears to be uh, a bit a little bit like fake, like he's actually no. manipulative. But he's so righteous, so he kicked him out. So when when he when he was wandering around uh, the land, okay, so he he stumbled upon a a guy, and so the guy was from a, a sack or like a cult. Uh, something like evil in the universe so he's an evil guy but he was a best friend with another guy from uh, from the we will say the light light side the, the, okay like Jedi uh, light side oh, and dark yeah. side. <laughs> I was gonna I was yeah, gonna take yeah, reference yeah. from Star Wars it kind of just sounds like that <laughs> yeah. so you can you can imagine it's like uh, maybe you can say who maybe like Count Dooku being good friends with like uh, a random Jedi that you don't know who he, who he is, but he is a master, master Jedi. So that guy, the other guy from the light side, he, he was a master as well. So master and a dark side, uh, so both of them made actually made friends, but uh, in secret, people don't actually know about their, their friendship. And then when people found out that both of them are like making friends, and then, and then uh, the, the protagonist from there, he, he realized that there's no like, Good side or bad side. There's always a human side to both side of uh, of a conflict. So, this song was played when both of them were found out, and people were like chasing after them. Uh, like they're trying to kill them. So both of them just sat on a boat, and then they played this song. They they pick, okay. I forgot to mention they were connected through the love of music. Apparently, both of them <laughs> love music so much. They they wrote a song together. So as they were on the boat, they played this final song that they wrote together. They burned the boat. So they were dying together with the boat that, that, that goes across the stream. So I, I like this song because it was about, it was about how, uh, how our... So there's this line that, that goes... Uh, new waves crashing on the old, just like worldly affairs. It's just like... Good and bad, people are fighting over, fighting over the things, worldly things. But after an eternity, the nature, the, the river, the mountain and the sea, they look at us. It's just a passing cloud. Yeah. And so I, I find it very interesting, the theme about uh, being uncaring about worldly affairs and focus on mm -hmm. friendships, on things that, are, that matters the most. So I wanted to translate it because I couldn't find a very good English translation, uh, and and it's so, so you just hard. your own your your own for the for the whole whole theme song, is it? Yeah, it's my own interpretation. It's so hard to translate <laughs> Chinese, uh, especially uh, ancient. I kind of I can say like uh, old Chinese. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. But but I totally agree with you on that. Like even I don't know, Reese, like right now because uh. I'm, I'm in the UK, which is just for a year. It's and it's a quite a new place for me. 
even though like people you know when you go to like you study in a foreign country something and like, people would just ask you like you know did you travel around and all that you know places you've uh, been to all that but for me even though uh, you know it's 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 cool it's cool to to to, to walk to, to travel around you know check out new stuff you know explore new things but sometimes especially now one year in uh after because like once you're in a in a foreign territory uh, not a, not like a foreign territory that's like war or something <laughs> but then like like like, <laughs> like yeah overseas something like that um your few friends few friends like few friends uh from from your from your home country becomes like kind of like your family so uh-huh. even though even though going out traveling with them is fun but sometimes at uh like especially right now where people started working people started go to different parts of of the uk for their own own job and something when 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 we meet together i find that it's not so about it's no longer about like you know traveling going to like like tourist spot together taking pictures and all that and so just sometimes just a casual just a casual session in a bar at a cafe you know drinking stuff yeah uh, t- tasting a few, a few, um, you know, some some pastries, and then just chatting about life is sometimes the most important uh, thing uh, in uh, this whole whole um, trip. It's no longer about the place, you know, about posting on Instagram. It's about no longer about, about mm, like sharing that we are together. But literally, the most important thing is just just sitting down, you know, just chatting. You can chat the whole day, and then without without letting the world know. I find that sometimes, uh, if we actually. Because personally for me, when I get too immersed into something, of course, I, I f- like, 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 like how I say, you just forget, forget about the, the worldly affairs. You forget about everything yeah. else. I, I forget about like, like posting on Instagram something. And even though, like, I guess one of the social indicator of being a friend, like, you know, you're yeah. close enough and you've done something is to, if to post on Instagram. And I, 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 I especially I love this quote. Like from I went to Stonehenge. I I believe you guys know Stonehenge, right? The the, 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 yeah. the few rocks thing yeah. on yeah. In, in UK quite popular apparently from thousand years ago. So over there, there there's this quote. So uh, I think at one point, I think twenty twenty ten, with the with the invention of you know with no not invention with the popularization of smartphones and and Instagram, like this, the statement of photography changed from, I was here, to I am here. Yeah, like it's it's kind of just uh, like it used to be like a memory, like you show people that you know I was here, but now you post, you, you take a picture and then you post it immediately, telling that you know I'm I'm right here right now, I'm visiting <laughs> this place right now. But still, I I think uh, when we actually have a great, we are having a great time with someone else, or have like actually, actually, how how do I say, mm, fully spending our friendship properly it's more likely that we wouldn't just post it because we would immerse in that experience so uh, well that we forget right. about all this other stuff, all this other, I would say, uh, social expectations and all that uh, when you, you know, have to post. And all I, 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 can, I can relate to that because uh, I, I don't really post pictures. <laughs> like, even if I've been to very pretty places or like... Uh, some 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 tourist spots. I never post any pictures. And I never take any uh pictures of myself, because for me, if you go to that place, what you are going to do is look at a place. Remember that feeling when you are at, at that place, and and it's it's a memory. It's a memory for you. It's in your head. You have that image in your head. So once you once you are taking pictures, you forgot about the most important things, which is to indulge in that in that moment, that particular feeling the place gave you. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yes. yeah, I I think that's true. Like okay, like girls usually we like to take a lot of photos and then oh, we have definitely. to take hundreds. <laughs> we have to take hundred photos in order to just pick uh, like choose one that that can be posted <laughs> or something. Yeah. So, um, like nowadays, I really feel like um, if I go to somewhere and. Um, it's more about like taking photos. After that, I really cannot remember much about that single place or memories that that I have with yeah. someone that went together with me. And yeah. Yes, 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 yes. And uh, like like the part where where we had talked about uh, about like in, like indulge in that experience, I I can totally relate with that. And there's this movie called uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I'm not sure if you guys have watched it before. It's quite an interesting it. movie. It's you you watch it? I heard it. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, you heard of it? Okay, but I haven't watched it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, of course it's it's not it's not very philosophical and all that, but it's just a cool video, you know, trying to kind kind kind. It kind of goes deep into uh some someone uh someone someone's deep desire when they're having a midlife crisis. So it's just going and uh, going. Yeah, it's just basically trying to uh explore someone which is having a midlife crisis and then he's like trying to do things uh-huh. which he actually wanted to do and then one of the sh- one of the because like what he does is what the protagonist's job is that he he kind of how do i say it he organizes film in in a in a magazine uh, in a huge magazine firm so they they organize mm. organize all this film from uh, quite a famous photographer just send sometimes they'll use their their their, their, their films to to put uh, to use it as a you know cover image for the magazine so he's really close with this this popular uh, photographer and then he lost one of the key film yeah he lost one of the key films and so he's trying going around the world like doing things that he he wanted to do and never get to do before just to find this guy and then when he actually found it he, when he actually found that guy, that guy was trying to, I think, taking trying to take a picture of a snow leopard. It's it's not easy to take it. He he's been hiding in the in the snow mountains for quite a few days, just trying to take a shot. But at the point where, because he was there when when the like Walter Mitty and uh, the protagonist, which is Walter Mitty, and then the photographer are, are there together when the snow leopard came out. So they're just staring at the snow leopard together, and then so he was asking like. Wait, why, 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 why aren't you taking taking the picture? And then, and then the the photographer was saying saying something, some something like, you know, sometimes at moments like this where, where it's so magnificent, I, I don't, I just don't take a picture, and then I just indulge in this experience with my with my own eyes. Yeah, something like that, which is like earlier. exactly whatever you said. But then I just threw a movie. Like totally can 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 relate with that. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, like uh, so. Yeah, we went through your the, the interesting, the interesting personal translation of, of the of the theme song, Thank and yeah, you. now 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 we would like to go go more deeper into your your philosophical thoughts and all that. <laughs> okay, okay. So <laughs> is it convenient for you to 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 to, to share that right now? <laughs> no, no, no. Take your time. Take your time. I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a process of adulting. <laughs> so for the audience context, it's it's, it's quite funny what 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 we're seeing right now because uh, <laughs> I think it's raining right now. So Weihan is like <laughs> he's like carrying his laptop out and then just just trying to trying to get 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 the clothes uh, indoors so that you know they, they they won't get get drenched in the in the rain. This is quite a quite a Malaysian problem. I mean, I, I guess I guess it's, apologize. I'm back. 
<laughs> no worries, no worries, no worries. We, we we're just explaining about you know how 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 what 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 you're doing. I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe maybe. I guess in in the UK they it rains a lot as well, but but uh, I, I guess because it rains a lot, so it makes it uh, uh it makes it makes it normal for us to get a dryer. Yeah, but I think oh, Malaysia dryer. should should, should, should get to oh. this something. Dryer. Uh, yeah. So so, like like my 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 shirt is actually drying right now. I. I yeah I think it's like around I think in an hour it will be it will be done something like that yeah. But my mom would would still prefer you know hanging the clothes out there because the sun after mm. after putting it down the sun it it gives you a different smell like nicer or something. Oh the 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 scent is actually uh, uh, yeah. the scent of dead mites. Oh, Being yeah, yeah, roasted yeah, yeah. under the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that description. I like that. I, I totally agree. With that I totally agree. That 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 that's that that is a lot better. But yeah, just because the UK weather, I would say that you know it's like it's like forty percent raining, forty percent cloudy, and then only the rest twenty percent is sunny. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 not easy for us to do this, especially in the winter. Even though you know you can see the sun out, but you wouldn't want your clothes out there. You know when you when you collect it in, it's like ice cold, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be terrible. <laughs> yes, but going back to what we we're gonna say. So yes, can we dive uh, more deeper into your philosophy hmm. ideas? So you know, you oh, talk sure. a lot about this, and 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 like like from. What uh we've known about you, you know, you 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 do read a lot, and and over our conversation, uh, over our last conversation, you shared many, yeah. many yeah. interesting books, which which we would love to explore. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, talk about philosophy. Uh, I would say philosophy is uh, very broad term. It, it encompasses so many things. Like everyone has a personal philosophy. But but uh, Rajun, uh, a lot of my articles. Uh, we go really uh, we go into existentialism so existentialism is a branch of philosophy uh, that deals with a person's uh, choice like uh, how do you deal with your existence uh, because when we exist in this world when, when we are born we didn't even be uh, we didn't even have a choice to be born so we were born in this world without our consent and then when you are born into this world, there's uh, two issues that you have to concern about. First is, how, do I go, how am I supposed to live? And the alternate path to how am I supposed to live is to die. So existentialism usually deals with topics like this, like as a person, how should we deal with the meaning of our existence and what kind of attitude should we uh, deal, deal with it? And so existentialism, I would say, uh, is a very important kind kind of philosophy. Some people might not consider it as a branch of uh, real philosophy. Okay, philosophy. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> they have they call it continental philosophy and analytical philosophy. So continental philosophy, I I think it's more like existentialism. There's not uh. Maybe like they don't have grand systems like analytical philosophy does. I'm not really, uh, I don't really know that well into into that. But uh, if I'm not mistaken, analytical encompasses ethical systems. You can we have like uh, Kant, Immanuel Kant, or like Hegel, the kind of like phenomenology of spirit kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So existentialism, I find it 
quite interesting because it's not it's not something that's uh, for the privilege because dealing with your existential condition is pretty much everyone's problem if you're a human no matter you're a beggar you're a homeless guy or like you're the richest guy on earth even if you have if you're elon musk i'm sure you have to think about why why do i exist <laughs> in this world so it's not it's not it's not so uh how do i say uh elitism it doesn't have so much of elitism okay like okay other so it's like, it doesn't it, does, it doesn't only it's not something that only the rich can think about or like like the poor can think about it's like everyone kind of experience it like that, in, in similar ways something like that is it? that and also the ability to having conversation on that so if you're if you're not really into ethical system if you're not really well versed on uh like let's say some philosophical system or Immanuel Kant's ethical system or something you can't really have a conversation with another person about it because and you can only have conversation with people that know the same thing but if it's an existential question it, it doesn't matter if you're uh, who, where you're from you can always engage in a conversation about it and you can gain an insight from that and to be honest I think existential an existential crisis uh, always hits a human no matter how how old you are or how you are doing in life it, it, it always comes at a moment in life when you're the most vulnerable and then you go you start to wonder you want you start to wonder what what, what am i supposed to do with my life mm-hmm. uh, why don't i just die mm-hmm. like what lies ahead for me and what's the meaning of everything so everybody eventually it hits you so you start to wonder and i think that's a great starting point for everyone because when you start to when you start it's not about finding out the meaning of life in the end it's about mm-hmm. the process of the awakening uh, <laughs> of something inside you that 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 moves you forward to look for that meaning to search for your own meaning yeah mm-hmm. then that what what what's the reason that you first started and when 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 is it yeah Okay, uh Yeah, when you say I, awakening. <laughs> I I I can say it traces back way long when I was a kid. When, when I was a kid, wow. uh, maybe people are just like maybe people are just like play, you know, not think about my I, I I remember it was like ever since I, I had I, I had consciousness, you know, I started wow. to to be self aware. <laughs> I was wondering that what what if there is the universe doesn't exist? What if what if oh, this shit. whole thing doesn't doesn't came to be, like, where am I where am I supposed to be? And then I think if that nothing came to be, there's no concept of me. So that that really hits hard on my mind as a kid. You know, I'm so wow. I was so afraid of it. When I think of it, I can't sleep at night. <laughs> So, 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 so like, 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 I was saying, like, usually when kids, kids are, are you know, like, like for kids, they are, they are afraid of ghosts, you know, they are afraid of like, like some kind of monster uh, beneath their bed, beneath their bed. But for you, you, you the, the thing that keeps you up awake at night is because you, you, you think of like, what if like the universe doesn't like, doesn't exist, something yeah, like that, uh, is it? What if, what if Amazing, everything wow. doesn't exist? And then there's no even there's not even a concept of things, <laughs> non-existent. Oh, wow. It's not even existing. <laughs> oh my god! 
wow, so impressive. You know what I'm thinking? What what, what I'm thinking now? (laughs) Like, we were, me and Wei Han were classmates, and so when we Uh were in the class, this is what Wei Han was thinking about, and what? What what was I doing that time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably you're probably just trying to solve solve math and then trying to get another yeah. day when we have yeah. we like oh like has already traveled beyond the class, beyond yes. beyond the per, beyond earth actually. Like beyond earth like like thinking about all this like, existential stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so going back to, to, to how how does this all how do I get into uh, this all all this thing, so it, it traces back so early to this. So I can't remember at one point. Okay, I I'll, I'll just say how do I discover existentialism? Uh, I was watching a lot of movies, a lot of films, and especially films like uh like Fight Club, or like American Psycho, or like uh, you know, basically like Goodfellas, or like. Yeah, that's those kind of like uh, movies that actually like a bit uh, existential in nature, it's just as, such as like uh, Fight Club. You know, the protagonist is he finds he finds it his daily life so mundane, so boring. It's a it's normal condition. It's such a boring condition, I would say. So, and then I like to Google about movies after I watch them. Mm-hmm. So I maybe stumbled it upon reddit or something that's so <laughs> people were talking about sisyphus or something like this albert camus guy so i just sort of google albert camus what's so special about this guy i watched a video on youtube so he has a very special uh, interesting concept uh on his book called the myth of sisyphus He's talking about a guy pushing a boulder up a hill for an eternity. So this Sisyphus uh, was a cunning, cunning king, a Greek king who deceived Zeus, and that's his punishment to roll the boulder uh, again and again and again and again. So this French guy, this, uh, he's very handsome. He's uh, extremely charming, unlike the other philosophers, <laughs> which are very bad with women. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, that's cool. So Camus. Camus wants us to imagine Sisyphus as happy, uh, as, as quoted, he's like, one must imagine Sisyphus happy. So if you're a guy that does the same thing over and over and over again, watch it roll back down and only to repeat it again for an eternity, why should you be happy? You should be, maybe you should be angry, you should be pissed off at the gods for doing this at you. Maybe you should just like give up, don't roll the boulder. But why should we be happy? So this is actually, uh, you can say, uh, one of the int- interpretation is, is a metaphor for the modern life. Where you go to work, you take, you take your trains, you go in there, you do your report, you have your lunch, and then you go back home. And then basically just repeat the same thing over and over and over again. And then when you realize it, your life is over. But then, but then, uh, Kemi was like, one must imagine Sisyphus happy. So as a, as a modern man, living the modern life, uh, living uh, the same loop every day, we should be happy. Because in a world devoid of meaning, uh, okay, so he, actually, he was not uh, an existentialist per se. Some people would say he's an absurdist. So according to Camus, the world is absurd. Any attempt to interpret the meaning of life uh, brings you to an absurdity, the feeling of absurd. So in an absurd world where you're repeating 
the same task over and over again, you should be happy because you have you have a choice to be to be pissed off, to be angry, to, to curse at the world, to curse at your fate, curse at your family. But you can also you also have a choice to be happy about your decisions, to be happy about yeah, what happens to you. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So to, to give to give a good a good example, like say if you're a homeless uh, if you're a no, 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 no. Uh, I have a, I have a very good example. There's a fisherman who's fishing every day. Uh, he he goes. Okay, this is fisherman. He goes out of work at eleven a.m. He wakes up late, so he sits on his boat. He goes to the river. Uh, he goes to the sea. He got all his fish for the day. He brings them to the boat. So he goes home by four with his wife waiting for him, and wife cooks the fish for him. Uh, cooks food for him, and then they, they, he enjoys with the uh, time with his family. So this is one day a merchant a merchant came by. Uh, let's say he's he's from a rich country. So he's like, hey, why don't I give you a hundred thousand bucks so you can start a business? Then he say, uh, then what happens after I start the business? Then he say you can have a lot of money. Then he's like, what happens after I have a lot of money? And then the guy the merchant goes like, so you can spend you can wake up late. Spend all your time with your family. You can go out to the sea. You can watch at the sunset, and then the fisherman just goes, "Isn't that what I'm doing right now?" <laughs> so, Wait, did you did have have you read the the, the four hour work week? Oh uh, no, no. Uh, uh, this would, I, I if I'm not mistaken, this actually came from four hour work week. Yeah, yeah. Which is something uh-huh. with like like yeah. Give me a second. Let me just grab the book. Is it here? I think the book is with me, Andrew. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. The 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 book is still worrying. But yeah. Like like exactly. Like like because it it kind of says that you know what what is like 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 just like what you said. You know what's what's the point of doing all this? And then like in the end, you know, like you, you, yeah, 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 like when you're already doing it now, why are you achieving uh, achieving so much just to just to and 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 at where where you have started, which is which is like quite quite a quite a funny thing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, 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 if if you want to relate back, so if you are a fisherman, okay, let's say there's two two kind kind of fisherman. One of the fisherman is an is an angry man. He's a he's a dissatisfied fisherman. He's always not happy about going to fish. You know, doing all this kind of uh, tasks that he he cursed that his dad is not a rich man with an oil and gas company. And the second type of fisherman would be. The guy that we talk about it, it enjoys it. So, so it's all boils down about uh, if you're Sisyphus, if you have, you always have a choice to be happy, whatever the circumstances uh, that's around you. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I guess uh, uh, when 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 I was a lot younger, I I'm definitely more more of the angry uh, angry person. You know. Like like even just you know at restaurants and all that I would like you know, I would think that you know like when when they don't get good enough service I would I would just you know I would be blaming them you know like you know like, like why why should we come to this restaurant you know they're not even even doing a good job you know it's a terrible restaurant you know they we're paying them and then like like they they they're not doing good enough like that's that's absolutely what what I'll be doing and it's only like I guess in the, in the these few years where 
I don't know, maybe a s awakening. <laughs> awakening <laughs> would be a level, maybe yeah, because you know, may, uh, maybe I've, I've been 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 uh, in the in the society as well. You know, working a bit, knowing that you know things aren't that easy, and you know we we should we should have more uh, we should empathize yeah, more, empathy, understand more yeah. about people, and yeah, I realize that yeah, like sometimes worlds is like that. Sometimes it's more important for us to understand each other if we like. There's no point passing on this this anger or this or this grudge onto the next person, and then you know right. it, it becomes a, a death loop. Yeah. It keeps on going. If we can hold it to ourselves, or we can just let it go, you know, it, it might be able to just make the other person happy or something. Like that. This, this, yeah, we just this, appreciate this, that or something. Like that. This reminds me of the concept of karma in Buddhism. So basically, mm -hmm. they talk about if you if you eat, if you eat a fish, if you kill a cockroach. And there's a karma when the cockroach reincarnates. There will be a creature. Let's say you you be reincarnated as a as a worm because you squashed the cockroach, and the cockroach will be reincarnated as a bird, and he will eat you up, and you will die. So, according to to Buddhism, the way only way to break the karma is to stop uh, doing harm or like stop the suffering. So once once you stop killing cockroaches. Uh, so the cock the cockroaches won't be reincarnated as a vengeful bird that eats you up in the next life. So you stop the cycle <laughs> of suffering. So, uh, yeah, so uh, it reminds me of that right. that concept. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think still that there's many people like they are like um. You know, people just can't see how much I'm suffering and then they keep on complaining and all that. Then everything is like a cycle keeps on going and going. And you won't be yeah. happy anyway though, even by complaining. Yeah. What do you gain after yeah. complaining? Yeah, you yeah, curse. Like, sometimes you curse with my friend... Oh, sorry, Weihan, you go first. Uh, okay, so you, 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 curse, you curse at the wind, you, you shout at the sea, and eventually your, your voice just echoes <laughs> in the distance. And nothing comes back. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, like like sometimes, uh, yeah, I I can see that you know some people you know they just complain like like mm. like basically they're doing what I've what I've done previously you know which I see them doing I was like mm, okay I've did it before uh, I've done this before and yeah quite embarrassing to to see see myself doing it <laughs> right now yeah. so yeah I'm like just there's actually like 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 what you say two ways to live you can like even though like like. Some sometimes like some restaurant just they have they just have terrible service. But there's two ways you can you can keep cursing and then you keep holding on grudge on this and then keep complaining saying that you know how terrible that restaurant is, or like like or you can just like you know it is terrible like okay so it's terrible but you know maybe they are having a hard time or something or worst case you know we just don't come here again because like it's mm -hmm. it's it's our choice uh, ultimately but yeah, but but outcome for for both is that one you 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 get mad you feel like you lost something yeah. another one you just be like you know i i did lose something but actually i still gained something i learned that you know maybe they are like this so why not just not go there anymore you know it's still <laughs> our choice so it's actually it depends on how how you look at things you know so yeah. i guess like at one point i just kind of learned that you know everything is a learning experience you're not losing everything yeah Especially, I think this one single term not exactly relate directly relating to like you know what uh, when we are doing everything we are learning something. But I have this uh, this this quote from Twitter. I saw 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 from someone is that the opposite of success is not uh, failure. In fact, it's actually stagnation. Even when you are failing, you are actually on the route to success. 
But if you're not doing anything at all, it's actually stagnation. It's not exactly directly related to this, but I somehow just linked it together. Varin, you should probably make one of the the posts with this with this quote. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll note this down yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, but Wehan, because like from all this, you know, philosophical ideas that you've shared, you've talked about, like, you do you have any thoughts on? Because like you read a lot, you really from from what we know, you know you yeah. re- read a lot. Of course, there's uh, there's a lot more resources to to read, but definitely compared to an average human being, you have learned a lot, uh, quite in depth about philosophy. So, have you have any thoughts, you know, in furthering in this direction and going going building this into a career or something? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, for philosophy, I you know the common. The common stigma would be that you can't earn a living through philosophy. Like, like it doesn't really. And that's for the first part of this episode, where we get to know Wei Han and the blog Rachun created by Wei Han and his friend Quan. In the next episode, we will look into the future development of Wei Han. So yes, hope to see all of you in the next episode. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you enjoyed, do share with your friends and family, and leave us a review on the Apple Podcast. If you are not using an Apple device, you can leave a review on the Apple Podcast website with the link in the show notes. If you have any feedback or thoughts which you hope that we'll discuss in the future, feel free to email them to us at hello at ingthoughts.com, or alternatively, you can send us a private message on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the username of ingthoughtspod. Thanks again, and see you all next week. Bye bye.